Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Hey, hey! Welcome to the show! I've just totally confused myself because I was meant to say, hey, ho, welcome to the show. Instead, I said, hey, hey, and that doesn't rhyme. Oh, it's been a long week. You've really thrown yourself off there. Do you want to start again? It's only Thursday night, but we are an hour away from Friday, so I feel like it's the end of the week. I reckon Friday, it's about time Friday got incorporated as like, I know people have to work, but as a day of the weekend, because Friday is official weekend, isn't Mm. it? Lunchtime Friday. That's it. Is when the weekend kicks in. You shouldn't be have to do any I, work after I that. I have never done anything productive on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Don't any say other yeah. afternoon? Yeah, I knew that was coming. Sometimes I feel like I'm a goalkeeper in soccer and I just leave the net wide open for you. So hang on. So you don't do anything productive Friday afternoon? Yes. Uh, what time will you wake up tomorrow? <laughs> uh, 12.30pm. Okay. Yeah. So Friday's just a write-off then. Friday's a complete write-off. Might grab coffee. Uh, look, big show coming up tonight, though, Zach. Uh, my Brisbane Lions, the AFL team, are in the finals this weekend. I know that you don't like people calling a sporting team we, or you know when I'm talking about my sporting team, saying we've got the game yeah, this Dom's weekend. Yeah, like, oh, we won. Oh, how many goals did you kick? Yeah, I know that's a big thing of yours. But I do think that the the result of the, the AFL finals this weekend does heavily hinge on me. I'll explain why shortly. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom has just revealed... Probably the strangest thing I think he's ever said. In the family assortment of Arnott's cream biscuits, mm. Dom eats the orange slice first. Oh my goodness. I, I'm I need a moment my... here. The orange slice. Yeah. That's just in there because they need they couldn't think up five. That's not true. They could only think up four biscuits Do and they like... needed another one. So what you don't like orange as a flavour? Is not, that your not problem? A biscuit flavor, especially not with chocolate. Are you kidding me? Are, yeah. The orange slice is the worst for so many reasons. The main reason yeah. is because it has such a negative effect on all the other biscuits. When you put them into a jar, they mm. it just it's like it's like uh, uh, Britain a couple of hundred years ago. <laughs> just takes over everything. <laughs> Get your fingers out of it, orange slice. Oh, I don't God. want all the other biscuits to taste like orange. So the I, shortbread yeah. cream is first to go. It adopts the uh, the orange flavor straight away. The Delta cream, it gets a bit of orange as well. That one's not so bad because that makes a Jaffa. Am I allowed to speak on this matter or do I not get a right of reply? Yeah, what's your right of reply? My right of reply, Zach, is the orange slice is the one with the most flavor in there. All the other ones are, are bland. The orange slice has such a strong, distinctive flavor. Your I understand. Is one of a seven-year-old. <laughs> the one that has the most sugar in it is the one you yeah, like the most. Okay, what's the best Arnott's biscuit outside of the family assortment? Well, that's complicating it. I'm just saying, it's clearly the niece biscuit. Right. You know, the one that has sugar. I'm glad you've called it the niece biscuit. That's not what you called it last time you were talking about it. (laughs) I did think it was called the nice biscuit, yes. It is a nice biscuit. (laughs) It is a nice biscuit. That's a description of it. And I think the nice biscuit is packed with flavour. Because, yeah, because it has sugar on top. Yeah, I used to dust sugar on top of other biscuits. When I couldn't have an ice biscuit. Would you lick it? Get a milk arrowroot. Yeah. Put some sugar on it. Beautiful. But how did the sugar stick? Uh, yeah, butter sometimes, um, maple syrup. Hang on, you put maple syrup and then sugar on top of that? Look, we're, we're getting distracted. But the point is... The point is... The orange cream, I don't. I think it receives so much undue love 
In, sorry, so undue hate in the in the debates around the Arnott's family assortment. It is insane because that it's included in the no, family why? favorites. Why? It's not a family favorite. Every, I'm telling you, every, in my family, every biscuit jar yeah. across the nation has it last in the bottom. And you know what? They get chucked out. They just go stale. They've probably been down there for a few cycles. I need people to come to def- the defense of the um, orange slice here. Thirteen ten sixty. Is it your your favorite, or even one of your yeah. favorites. If there's the anyone in the nation that picks it first, I'll be surprised. Well, you think I might be the only person in the whole country who picks the orange slice first? I used to work in an office where it was my job when I was 18 to yeah. replenish the office's cookie jar or biscuit jar. Yes. And we used the Arnott's family assortment. Mm. It, we, we, I would start with a base layer of orange cream because no one would eat them. Sure. And then so I'd put the next one in. When I had to put the one in after that, there was two base layers of orange creams. I, by the end of it, six months in, the jar was just full of <laughs> orange creams because well, no, no one would eat them. Explain this to me from a purely economical point of view. Mm. Why would they continue to put it in if no That's one liked it? That's the great it? mystery. <laughs> no. That's the, the fact... great mystery. I've been asking Arnott's this <laughs> yeah. for years. The fact they keep putting it in suggests that there are people out there who Jack like Jr. them. Hello, Jack Jr., our producer, actually... He did a legitimate study on this. <laughs> did he? He he actually surveyed fifty people. What for for just for fun, or was this when you were at university to settle an argument? <laughs> okay. And what was the results of the orange cream? Where did it list in the popularity? It did rate last. Did some people say they liked it though? Yeah. Okay, there was some popularity for it, Zach. But did anyone vote it first? Do you know that? I'd have to consult the data, but yeah. not to my knowledge. I bought a whole packet of orange slices once. Do they even sell them by the packet? Yes, they do. That's probably the leftovers from people's <laughs> biscuit jars. You're wrong. They're not remarketing it. Thirteen ten sixty. Please come to the defence of the orange cream biscuit. I think Arnott's. If you go around the back of their factories, you can just take pallet loads of oh, them for free. Up. Do you eat the orange slice first in an Arnott's? family assortment. Dom's revealed that's his choice. Apparently that's outrageous. I don't know why that's outrageous. I think in my family growing up, that was the one that went first. That doesn't surprise me. What do you mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this a slam on the Faye family? Correct. Oh. That's that's pretty. That's well, pretty cool. you guys have some interesting traditions. That's like all. what? Well, you guys share poetry over dinner. <laughs> Actually, it's Dad's sixth birthday tomorrow night, and the prerequisite for dinner is everyone brings a poem they've written. Mm. <laughs> and there will be a bowl of orange slices in the middle of the table. I imagine. <laughs> Do you want to come for dinner? Sure. Uh, anyway, look, thirteen ten sixty. Apparently, this is outrageous. I want to get people to come to the defence of the orange cream, the orange slice biscuit, because surely people are loving it. Surely, if they're still selling it, it's mm. got some popularity. Jessica in Toowoomba, do you like the orange slice? No, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So what See, happens? To I, them in, I agree with Jessica. It's awful. What happens to them in your family pack? What, what happens to the orange um, slice? Yeah, they usually go stale and thrown out. I think they do go stale before the rest of the biscuits. Why? Yeah. Because they're an inferior I'm... biscuit. <laughs> okay, so not Their only... shelf life is so short. Not only inferior in taste, yeah. but you think also they're a worse product. Yeah. Don't you think, Jessica? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. What do you go first, Jess? Uh, the Kingston or the shortbread? Yeah, I like the shortbread, personally. Okay. I mean, I thought we, I specifically said, call up if you want to defend the orange cream. I didn't say call up to slam it. That's how much, that's how passionate (laughs) Jessica is. She's driving around. Yeah. She hears someone say something positive about the orange slice. (laughs) Nah, got to correct this. (laughs) Got to call up. Uh, Brad on the Gold Coast, please tell me you're another orange slice fan. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'm orange slice fan for sure. Brilliant. First pick? Yeah, always first pick. Yeah, and you, you could always get your hands on one, I reckon, Brad, because there's plenty of them in the jar. 
No, no, no. There were always uh, not plenty of them. There was always a few. Is this in your your family or a workplace? No, this is in 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 the family. Yeah, especially yeah. at Granny's house. See, now, Zach, you said a lot of pretty defamatory things about me and my love of the orange cream. Are you going to go as hard at Brad for loving them? Yes. <laughs> you also get a call. What word did you use to describe me earlier for liking the orange cream? What? What? You call me a nutcase? You started paying out my palate? You said I had the palate of a seven-year-old. Do you yeah. think Brad has the palate of a seven-year-old? Well, with you, there's other circumstances, oh, isn't okay. there? There's the Kinder Surprises and the Curly Whirlies. Do you like Kinder Surprises and Curly Whirlies, Brad? Yes. <laughs> All right, Brad, well, you got the palate of a seven-year-old as well. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you forced me down that road. <laughs> uh, Christy in Hobart, this is brilliant, Christy. You, you, how, how passionate are you about the orange slice? I love them. I always eat them first and I buy the packets. That is what I'm talking about. Another Where are you person? even getting the packets from? It's not Coles or Woolworths. You're going to have to go to some <laughs> some weird <laughs> store no. that sells the offcuts. Shut up. No. Well, they sell them at Coles and Woolworths, <laughs> no, don't they? full packets of the orange. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they might be down the bottom behind well, a few boxes. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I've never seen them. <laughs> You've never seen a full packet of orange. Cream. I honestly have never seen them. Oh, they're there. Look yeah, harder. definitely there. Actually, they're probably sold out from popularity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Christy, I'm glad you've called up on this. Are you? Is it similar in your family with your friendship group? Do, is the orange cream the popular one? Uh, my daughter follows me yep. and my son and my husband's probably it, not. But yeah, it so could be a genetic thing. in our household that always buy over them. So that's why I buy the full pack. And, and can you tell us about the flavour, Christy? What is it about the flavour you love so much? I'm just an orange freak, so I like all Jack, like Jaffers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Jaff as well. is fine. So, Jaff is great. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just like orange. Flavor, Here's a handy so. hack if you want to make the orange slice mm. palatable. Yeah. If there's, uh, if you have to use the orange slices, mm. what I have done before is taken the cream out and put them on a Delta cream which oh. is the chocolate biscuit, and that makes a Jaffa biscuit. Now, that's a way to do away with some of your leftover orange slices if you don't want to just chuck them in the bin. You're such a monster. Which is the serving suggestion. Oh, what do you think on the box? Yeah, that's the way that you should enjoy them most, <laughs> is by just pushing them straight into the bin. Producer Jack's telling us, he look, we chatted earlier, he did a survey of 50 people about their preferences. He just checked the data. What did he, he find? checked the data, and only one of the 50 chose orange slice first. Exactly. That's probably you. Right. <laughs> we have Rhett in Rockhampton. Are you a fan of the orange slice? Are you picking it first, Rhett? Yeah, oh, well, it's the only one I get left with once the kids have been through it all. So, oh, so you know, I see you what's saying, going on here. Is it not your favourite, but it's the only one that's left when you get around to it? It, it probably wasn't eight years ago, but now that I've got an eight-year-old, it has to be my favourite. See, this is actually such, you know, if you can force yourself to develop a love for orange slices, <laughs> it's actually a great tactical move yeah. because you'll yeah. always get your favorite biscuit <laughs> because no one else will be around to get it. It's like if you're the one who likes the yellow snakes in a packet of snakes alive. Why are they bad, are they? Oh, well, these my favorite. But yeah, the yellow snakes and the green ones. In a so I understand, packet. you know, like the licorice yeah. in a... In a a party assortment. Or I understand that you, that's always last. If you develop a taste for the picnic in a box of favourites, oh, then I think they're fairly they're popular. The worst, they're the worst. Yeah, to you, but I don't <laughs> think they're commonly oh, left. Oh, so, okay, your tastes are universal, but my tastes are niche. No, no, no. I am observing yeah. what I've noticed in the natural world. <laughs> okay. When I'm, right. well, that's what I'm doing at parties, I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at what people are taking, I'm taking notes. <laughs> What's popular? What's not? And this yeah. is what I'm reporting now. Okay. And what I can tell to you yeah. is that in a diplomatic sense, yeah. 
if world leaders were to come together and have a cup of tea, mm. if orange slices were served, it would be considered an act of war. <laughs> That's yeah. science. Yeah. Okay. They would never do it. They would never do it yeah. because it would be too risky. The world leaders would scoff yeah. whatever language and they would throw it in their face. They'd throw the tea down and they'd march out Get the and they'd say, codes. this is war. Yeah. That's why you never do it. Yeah, bloody good taste, though. Mm. So I, I, you know what? That's how World War II started. <laughs> I don't think Yeah, they don't teach it in <laughs> class because it's too controversial. They don't want to slam a brand name too much. But that's the real story. <laughs> Germany got served some orange, orange slices. It was very offensive. <laughs> is, that, is that a true historical fact? Yes, that's a fact. Wow. I'd never heard that before. That's why you have to listen to late night FM radio <laughs> and not your teachers in high school. <laughs> right. Across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, um, my Brisbane Lions are playing in their first AFL final in a decade this weekend on Saturday night. Um, I didn't know you owned an AFL team. That's a lot of money that you've invested. <laughs> no, they're the, the team I've followed for a long time and I care very deeply about. Now, I know you object to me using the language of we when I talk about the club. You don't like it when I say we had a great win on the weekend. Oh, they, um, that's totally fine. You yeah. just tell me how many goals you kicked. Oh, shut up. No. <laughs> It's so annoying. When oh, I so come wait, in. hang on. When they get on stage and they're mm. thanking everyone, do they thank you individually for your support? Do they say, oh, when you yelled out, they that say, really encouraged they me? They say thanks to the fans and the members. Yeah, well, isn't there 30,000 of them? It's roughly. Okay. So you feel like um, that yeah. you can say that they're my team. I do. I think so, definitely. I reckon. Mm. See, it's such a shame when I try to come in and share a moment with you and I say, we had the best win on the weekend. Mm. And you're like, did you? What'd you do? Mm. And I say, the Lions. And you say, you're not oh. trying to share a moment with me. What do you mean? You're trying to shove the phone in my face and say, hey, watch the highlights of this sport that I know you don't enjoy. (laughs) Anyway, the point is, it's taken a long time for them to become a good team again. I've been there through a lot of bad times, and I am so nervous about them being back in the finals that it started to make me act pretty superstitiously about, you know, thinking I have a a, a hand in how the result's going to play out. I know your hair's longest it's been in a long time. Long time. And I told you, I asked you about it, and Mm. you said you're not getting a haircut until the Lions won. Until they until they lose again, really. Yeah. Well, because or you know or start going badly again. Because I reckon, to my memory, the day I got this haircut was the day of a game a few months ago, and they went on a running streak with this hair. The superstitions you have, I find quite offensive to the players. What do you mean? Well, you think that instead of the players working hard, <laughs> you know. Day in, day out, training hard, <laughs> trying to get better at their skills, listening mm. to the coach, the coach coming up with a complex plan. <laughs> Uh, it's none of those reasons. It's because yeah. you didn't cut your hair. That's <laughs> why they've been winning. Well, no, I think this is the, I think a lot of people do this is you think that that's something you're doing. Cause you say, so for example, it's like that whole thing. I got a friend who is a big cricket fan and he's adamant whenever he gets up to leave the couch to go get a drink or something, Australia mm. will lose a wicket, right? Because it's happened once and then it locks in your head. This is what happens when, when I do I think this. some people have uh, routines that they do. Yeah. I think fewer yeah. actually think that it's <laughs> impacting the game. Well, so I think a lot of yeah. people think like, oh, well, it just makes me more comfortable while I'm watching it mm. not to get up because I get up and a wicket happens. Yeah. And so I'm a bit superstitious about it. But you actually think, I think it that could it's play impacting a role. the game. It, it, why? I think it might. My point is, if I if I go and get a haircut tomorrow yeah. and then Saturday night I'm sitting there as the Lions have lost by 50 points, I'm going to think it was me. It was me. It was totally me. My other superstition, Zach, on my shoes are totally falling apart. I should have got a new pair two months ago. Yeah. I won't do it because these are the, these shoes. The lines have been winning since I've been wearing them, since I got them. This, this is unhealthy um, thinking. I have, I'm wearing my lucky jeans at the moment. 
Um, whenever I've been at, about it. Whenever I've been at a game, a Lions game this year in these jeans, which I only got this year, the Lions have won. Yeah, but that's just because you got new jeans this year. <laughs> no, no. You wear the same, you, whenever you have jeans, yeah. you wear the same jeans every day. Um, oh, how about this one? I went on a diet, like ate healthy for a week uh, earlier in the year. No, the, you didn't. I, well, I had a bit healthier for a week and the Lions lost that week. So now I can't eat healthy. Yeah. Well, that's convenient for you, isn't it? <laughs> no. I want to eat healthy. Like, I want to eat healthy. You're constructing thought patterns in your mind. Yeah. That are most convenient for you. You don't have to get a haircut. You don't have to replace your shoes. <laughs> no. You don't have to eat healthy. No, I want to eat healthy. I'd love. No, you don't. To, I would love no, to. You don't. We've learned over a long period of time that that is not true. <laughs> I would love to get a bit more in shape, but I can't because the lions don't go That's well. That's what you're willing to do for your team. They're yeah. willing to train every day <laughs> and get their bodies in the best shape. Yeah. You're willing not to. No, and I'm, I think that's the bigger commitment. I, I'm just trying as hard as I possibly can to keep my routine exactly as it has been every time they get a win. Mm. Right? And I know that you might think it's ridiculous. And I know you might think I'm being surreal. But what happens? What happens if they go on to win the premiership this year and I still haven't got my hair cut and all this? I mean, obviously... Nothing. Nothing happens. You didn't have any impact on it whatsoever. Mm. It's a coincidence. Yeah. Okay. And not even a very complicated one. <laughs> Just you didn't get your hair cut, but you only get your hair cut every couple of months anyway. Yeah. How about this? If the Lions win the grand final, I'll let you cut my hair. Okay. You can, can I shave whatever, it? You can do whatever you want to it. Okay. If the Lions well, win the grand it. final. To the skin. <laughs> if the Lions win the grand final, it's no, actually, yours. I'm not going to shave it because it's quite long at the moment. Yeah. I'll shave the front. <laughs> I'm going to give you the George Costanza. <laughs> I'm going to shave like you have a massive receiving hairline. And you know what? If the Lions have won a grand final, happy. Go Lions! (laughs) Now you're a supporter. I'm a big supporter. That's going to be great. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Post Malone, Collective Noun, late night. Hang on. What's the story? Hang on, hang, hang on, on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Dom's, worried, Dom's worried that his slur <laughs> made it to air. Jack Jr., can you look up? Yeah. <laughs> can you pull up the last 30 seconds? I don't know if you can do that here. Can you do it? I mean, I can have a look myself. We'll both have a look because I just need to make sure if what I just... It wasn't that bad. It was Well, you made a comment about... Yeah. Do you want to say it or not? Well, I mean, it was just about about how American business people like talking about money mm. more than, I think, Australian and other cultures. Mm. And I said the phrase. I don't know why I'm re-saying it, because I don't need to say it if, if it didn't go to air. Um, but I said the phrase. you have it there, Jack Jr.? I think he's found it. You found Can it? we get the audio? Ice keep in a drink, okay. Ice keep yeah. drunk. Yep, Can we hear anything there? Can we hear anything there? It, Over has... the back of this song, could you hear what Dom was talking about? <laughs> hear this song again though. I loved it a minute ago. Are we still loading? Is that the situation? Okay, we're still loading for a bit okay. here. You get to the end of that song, Jack Jr., and then tell us when you got it. Yeah, I think I'm looking at how it's loading here. If, if we can I just say basically if, if for you those, have, if, if this yeah. did go to air, what level of danger are you in? Uh, like, I don't think it's could you be fired? I don't think so. Would it be a scandal that would be in the paper? Is that it, how offensive it was? I reckon if certain people were listening, it could make the paper. Do we have it? Do we have it? Here, here we, we go. go. Let's see if you can hear my comment. You can hear a murmur. You can hear him talk. You can hear a murmur. But you can't hear what he you said about the American people. And so I think that means I'm in the clear. Hmm. I'm not going to make the paper tomorrow. Hmm. 
Um, and I'm glad that you can't hear that you said that they were an arrogant culture. <laughs> <laughs> and can I just say also, by the way, I, if after a few years of doing this job, I really should know the red light means microphones. We're well, having a conversation yeah. about money yeah, and about whether or not you should ask how much money mm. you're going to get paid in a job during an interview. Yeah. And you think that Americans would be more common to us. I think they talk and about I money think more. that's literally being racist. No, it's not. Americans talk about money more. It's in their, their it's films, being, it's, it's in being, their movies. It's being like countryist. Books. It's not being countryist. I think money money is a bigger part of American culture than many other cultures. Yeah. And talking about money, making yeah, money. saying that all people yeah. who are Americans would like would be more mm. likely to arrogantly you know talk what, about Zach, money. I, I, we dug out of this hole. I was out. I, a minute ago, I was out of the cell and the doors were closing. <laughs> And you've just pulled and you me came back, back in. in to get your sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. And what you've done is you've just locked me up and told the wardens I ran away. I don't know what you're doing here. Just let it go. I'm fine. I'm in the clear. Hey, coming up next, we're going to play What's the Story? And hopefully over the back of this song, Dom's not going to make any comments about any cultures. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. What's the story? Dom, following the news can be so difficult. Nightmare. They zig and they zag. It's so hard to know how it's going to end. That's why I'm putting you to the test. I have three headlines in front of me. I'm going to stop them halfway through. you got to tell me how the headline ends. Happy to. Now, first one this evening. How does this end? A building manager stands accused of constructing a... <laughs> well, okay. What do building managers normally construct? A house? Mm. What I don't could... think the building manager does much construction at all. You wouldn't think so. So, look, what would a controversy be? A building manager stands accused of constructing uh, a not approved or a shonky house, maybe? Mm, That's not the story. A building manager stands accused of constructing a hidden home in the basement of a Piermont apartment block. That's the story. Hang on. So in the he basement made a of a home in the basement of an apartment block. So he built an. He was managing the construction of an apartment block that a no, lot no, of people No, no, not the construction. In. He's managing the apartment block. The oh. building manager. And into the basement, he's basically moved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no one knew. And he was stealing items from everyone's apartment and putting it in his hidden how, apartment. How long had he been living there? Do Months, you know? apparently. Months. Yeah. Well, in Sydney's real estate market. You'd be nuts not to, wouldn't you? How does this headline end? Prepared to be blown away by this next story with the world's top... <laughs> the world's top what? That sounded like Natalie Barr. It was, from Sunrise. Sunrise. So knowing the sort of content the morning show's covered, I reckon the world's top pooch. That's not the story. Prepared to be blown away by this next story with the world's top whistlers gathering in Los Angeles for the Masters of Musical oh. Whistlers Festival. <laughs> you keeping up on the Masters of Musical <laughs> Whistlers Festival? Say, I am. My favourite part of that. Can we hear that again? I want to hear Koshi go... Prepared to be blown away by this next story with the world's top whistlers gathering in Los Angeles for the Masters of Musical Whistlers (laughs) Festival. That's because he's so disappointed he didn't get tickets. (laughs) When did they open? I didn't even know. Oh, my goodness. I meant to put my annual leave in at the start of the year. What that shows is just a master at work. Koshy pretending he really cares about that. Oh, you think it's fake? I reckon it might be fake. Okay, our last one tonight. How does this headline end? Today, a New Zealand scientist will release his research into whether... (laughs) A New Zealand scientist researches what? What's the chocolate they love in New Zealand? New Zealand's famous chocolate. Do you know what I mean? No, I didn't know New Zealand was famous for a chocolate. Is it pineapple lumps? Oh, pineapple lumps, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's research into why other countries aren't as into pineapple lumps? (laughs) 
That's not the story. Today, a New Zealand scientist will release his research into whether the Loch Ness Monster is real. Now, that was earlier this week. Yeah. What do you reckon the result was? (laughs) I reckon if he had conclusive proof the monster was real, it might have made it in over the whistling story. I think so. (laughs) I think it's safe to say they didn't find anything. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I did get my very first dogs. I have adopted two greyhounds. Snacks and Dolly, is that the name? Fuji. Fuji. Oh, you changed it from Dolly to Fuji. That's correct. Snacks, Snacks and, and Fuji, Fuji, two greyhounds. Um, how's it going? A few it's weeks going in. great. Uh, one thing I didn't anticipate, mm. I didn't know about, uh, or didn't think about, was the amount of poo that they produce. Yeah, I mean, that's any animal, all animals poo. Like, do you know even turtles poo? All animals poo. Of course, turtles poo. Yeah. But turtles poos are tiny. Yeah, I know. I just saw a turtle poo today at a pet shop and I didn't know they pooed. What? What? I just didn't know they pooed. Well, what did you think they did? I don't know. I don't of course know. they poo. How do they get rid of their waste? I don't know. I didn't think it through. I just never thought about a turtle so pooing. So you saw before. a turtle pooing and you're yeah. like, wow. I'd never thought about how turtle that turtle I guess they never covered that in the- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, do they? <laughs> That's never <laughs> a storyline. But you're right. When you get a pet, yeah. the poo is a reality you don't think about when you're but seeing I'm the I'm not only shop. saying that. I thought it, I, knew, I knew poo would be a part of it. I'm talking yeah. about the amount of poo. How much poo are we talking? Well, because these dogs By are the about kilo. these dogs are about thirty kilograms yeah. each. So they're big dogs, and you've seen a greyhound before. They're quite tall. Well, that's like you know half, maybe a third of the average human. They do two to three human-sized poos a day. Well, that's not possible. What? No, I'm witnessing <laughs> it, mate. I think someone's pooing in your lawn. <laughs> no, 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 no. They this can't is, be doing that. How? This is the dogs aren't unsupervised when they're in the uh, on the lawn though. So like, so you're seeing them I'm do. I'm seeing these them do this. I can confirm it is coming out of their anus. <laughs> how? What? How is that possible? I don't know. Because apparently, it, yeah. Apparently, greyhounds poo a lot. Is what I'm learning. I don't know if it's these dogs in particular, or yeah. the greyhound breed, or something that we're feeding them. But humans obviously are bigger, eat a lot more. Mm. You know, do move around often a lot yeah. more as well. And we only poo once every yeah, two days. I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think you're in trouble when you just, if you're trying to go from a base rate of like, well, humans do this, so therefore every well, that, other animal that's should. True. That's true. I mean, you just found out that turtles poo. Yeah, so that's true. I mean, maybe, uh, are your dogs hungry a lot of the time? Are they uh, always hungry? No. Okay. They're not hungry after they eat. What was your theory there? My theory there was maybe they just eat so much. No, 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 they're just, losing weight. That they were, well, no wonder they they were overweight weight. when they came in, um, when they came into our care and Put now they have out. to be back to, uh, their <laughs> ideal weight. So what are you, you, you going and clean it up? You're yeah, leaving it this as fertilizer? This is my issue is, yeah. no, no, you can't use the dog poo. You can't use as fertilizer or it's difficult to, okay. you have to process it process it in a weird way. You can't put it in your compost bin, sure. which is a problem yeah. because it, there's a lot of crap on my hands at the moment. Not <laughs> <Yeah>. literally <laughs> yeah. because I use a plastic bag. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, it, it goes wrong if it gets on your well, hands. Well, if you're picking you're doing it wrong. Two dogs, two to three human poos a day. That, on an average day, you're picking up four to six human-sized poos. It's a big change to my lifestyle. Well, <laughs> I yeah. used to pick up no poos in a day <laughs> yeah. and I've gone straight to six. I mean, but th- this is the thing. You think about if that's six a day, mm. the garbage truck only comes every week. Mm, there's a lot of poo in my bin. We're talking 42 poos in the bin. I know. I need a better but solution. <laughs> garbage day. I don't, 
42 poos in the bin would make quite the smell. Well, they're sealed. Still, it would make. I mean, it oh, would but take you know what room. we've done already in what? the first. We've only had the dogs three weeks. You know how you have a never-ending supply of plastic bags. Yes. There's usually a plastic bag with a whole lot of other plastic bags stuffed into it. Yeah. And it's just it's bottomless. Always there. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. Gone. <laughs> okay. In the three weeks of, I had to purchase these compostable bags. Yeah. I've never purchased bags before. Because you've always just had plastic bags in the of house. Course, yes. But because of the amount of poos that they're doing, just the bags are gone. So what are you, what are you going to do? Just you just got to adapt to this is your life now? Or are Yeah, you, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Are you going to get a poo bin? Yeah, I think I'm going to invest in a poo bin. <laughs> I'm also or, thinking about yeah. researching if this is a possibility. Hmm. Do you reckon there's anything that a creature could eat oh, that no. would make their poo smell better? <laughs> Because at the moment, yeah, I thought you're gonna pretty yeah. bad. I thought you were gonna give them like gastro stop and constipate. Oh, no, them. that's cruel. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But okay, so no, 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 no. Firstly, yeah. that's cruel reasoning because you don't want to clean up their poo. That you're gonna give them gastro stop. Secondly, you should not give animals no. any medication intended no. for humans. And I, have you ever done that before to no, your dog? I've never done that. Um, I have also just googled. By the way, can I make my dog's poo smell nicer? Um, some people are saying that if they eat grass, it smells better like mm. cow poo. Why don't we test that out on the show with you? I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> he had to think about it. <laughs> he had to think about it. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We're about to break some radio rules. It's the Friday Free Fall. Usually when you call a radio station, you talk to the producer. In our case, it's Jack Jr. And he vets your call. He puts it through filters. What are you going to talk about? What's your story? Is it good enough to go on air? <laughs> well, guess what? Jack Jr. is not here. He's gone to the bathroom, which means if you call 131060 right now, you're going to go straight on the radio. No red tape. No red tape. We're Nothing cutting the red through. tape. Seriously, it's a simple. Type your phone, 131060. Maybe you want to tell us about your night at work. Maybe you want to mention a friend. Maybe you want to tell us about the movie you just saw. It honestly doesn't matter. You you're call that number. You're going to stay on air until somebody else calls up, and then yep. they're going to boot you off. That's how Friday Free For All works, and we're going to do it until Jack Jr. gets out of the toilet. Oh, we already have our first one through. You're on air. Don't swear. Oh. Who's this? It's Jade. Hey, Jade. How are you spending your night? Oh, I'm just on my way home from work. What do you do? Uh, work at Woolies. Lovely. Nice oh. to hear from you, Jade. Sorry, Sorry got Jade. another call. Who's this? Hey, you're on air. Don't swear. Who are we talking to? Nah. <laughs> That's a pocket dial, I think, there. All right, we'll go to our next call. You're on air. Don't swear. Who are we talking to and what are you doing tonight? Nah, they've hung up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? It's Hayley. How are you going? Where are you yeah, calling well, from, Hayley? Hayley? Sorry, what was that? Where are you calling from? Uh, Albury, New South Wales. What's happening in Albury tonight? Oh, I'm just racing my brother home from work. You're <laughs> racing? Yeah, down the highway. But you, you're obeying the speed limits, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. Who's winning at the moment, Hayley? Uh, he is. All right, stay safe. Yep. Yeah. Hey, you're on air, don't swear. <laughs> Who's uh, this? It's Matthew here. What's hey, cracking tonight, Matthew? Oh, mate, just finished uh, working on the footy tonight. Do a bit of camera work for Camera 7. Really? Lovely. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. For the, the AFL? Footy, What's that? For the AFL? Uh, the Rugby League. The uh, South vs Roosters game. How did you go? Did you put in a good performance as a cameraman? 
Yeah, mate. Every week I'm slowly improving and I'm always trying my best. You know, you got you got to do what you got to do. Do you ever stuff up? Um, I've had a few few errors, taking out a few players, but you know that's part of the game. <laughs> oh, so you're the person on the sideline when the players slide, they sometimes slide into you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've broken the steady cam and um, I've, I've broken my um, my uh, confidence a few times as well. Yeah, aren't the steady cams worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars? Uh, about eighty thousand. Wow. Are you gonna get the grand final? Yeah, yeah, I'll be on the grand final. Hopefully, um, it's only my first year on the steady cam. Hopefully, my performances uh, entitled me to uh, a shot on the big league. Do you have to go out on the field to get the steady cam shot at half time and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, we always do half time before oh. game, and um, every time a player scores a try, yeah. uh, we have to go and get them as well. Great talking to you, but sorry, there's another call coming through. <laughs> You're on air, don't swear. Who's this, and what are you doing tonight? Oh, uh, this is Jackson. Yep. Just uh, wanting to tell you boys about a uh, certain celebrity sighting I had at Kelvin Grove. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who'd you see? You'll never believe it. Lewis freaking Capaldi. Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey, Dom, weren't you and Kelvin Grove in Brisbane the other day? Yeah, wasn't Kelvin Grove. In what Brisbane. time was this? Oh, it would have been just after lunch, I don't know. Oh my goodness, yeah. Dom, you were there as <laughs> nice well. Day at uni. And who do you see but Lewis? Yeah. Wow. You did, that's you, amazing. Did you get a photo with him? Oh, mate, you know, I was a bit nervous, so I was yeah. just from a bit of a distance. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, no. Hang on, Producer Jack, Jack Jr., he's finishing the bathroom. <laughs> he's on his way back. Again? Oh, no. Oh, Jack, why do you go to the bathroom at this time every week? I, I told did. you. You leave, no. we're going to put calls on air. That's what we're going to do. There should be a level of trust here yeah. between us that if I leave, you're not going to knock around. This, Jack, if you go to the toilet again this time next week, we're doing it again. It's that simple. It's yeah. up to you. Control Hold your it bowels. in, mate. Hold it in. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now the return of a segment we've been specifically asked to stop doing, mm. but the office manager's not in this late at night, so we're doing it. Toastman Zach, Toastman Zach, Toastman Zach, gonna give it a crack. I'm cooking things in a toaster. Later in the Toasting something pleasing. Hope he doesn't end up with a burnt hand. This is a bit of a science experiment. We're putting to the test what you can cook in a toaster. Previously, mm. uh, hash browns. Yep. Three cycles on the highest setting yep. will give you crispy hash browns. Spring rolls. They can be cooked in a toaster. Pizza. Not so much. Was I mean, pizza, it was edible, yeah. but it was a complete fire hazard. Yeah. And was a real bitch to clean, to be honest. That was the one we got in trouble for. Was pizza the one where the toaster started smoking and we were worried the alarm was going off? A lot of them have started smoking. And we, seriously, I'm not, I, we're not playing this up for the show. I genuinely thought we were going to have a fire in studio. Toastman Zach, gonna give it a crack. Uh, this is our new producer, Jack Jr.'s first Toastman Zach. Yeah. I've asked him to bring in the fire extinguisher. <laughs> uh, in a bit of a concern, we can't find whether it's in date or not. Oh, that's lovely. We only just moved to this building. I know, confusing. And, well, this is part the problem. We've just moved to a brand new premises recently. You haven't done Toastman Zach since we moved here. It's a new toaster as well, isn't it? That they've brought in. Spanking brand new one. You could really get the <clears throat> office manager who has directly said you can't do this anymore offside. Uh, today we are toasting. Um, is that calamari? No, that is onion rings. Oh, onion rings. Oh, they look similar. Uh, I'm I'm putting them on skewers. Yeah. That's my idea on how to be able to retrieve them. A lot of these things, the issues are how do you get them out? After you've toasted them, because they're, they're is, a lot though, smaller than toast size. Is the skewers are the skewers what's burning in there? Because it's basically a piece of wood that you're putting in there against something that could light wood on fire. Yeah, 
Good point, Dom. Um, <laughs> we're going to find out in about three minutes. We're going to play a song here. I have just put oh, the all, onion yeah. rings into the toaster. So far, 30 <laughs> seconds in, smelling good. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. They're on their second cycle at the moment, Dom. Uh, mm. My tactic was to uh, put them like <clears throat> a kebab. Sorry, just waving the smoke away. There's no okay. smoke. No, this one's gone okay. Although midway through the song there, you did say... Oh no, we got a problem. Yeah, we do have a problem. In a very I'll get to that in a second. A couple yeah. of problems we have encountered is yeah. I've tried to make uh, onion ring kebabs mm. on uh, wooden skewers. Yeah. Uh, the wooden skewer, Dom, I have pulled it out of the toaster because it did cause an issue when you're looking at that it. That is properly charred. Yeah, it's real charred. I pulled that out before it caught on fire, so those that was like, well avoided. Those look like high quality skewers, by the way. Yeah, they're chopsticks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the issue that we had, and this is always the issue when I'm toasting things in oh, a toaster. Oh, it's not stuck in the toaster, is it? Yeah, we have an onion oh, ring no. t- stuck in the toaster. This is the problem you keep finding about the toaster, right? As long as you've been trying to do Toastman Zach. Not trying. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, very successfully doing Toastman Zach. But the, the, what we need to warn people if they want to try to cook things in a toaster. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, we're not encouraging anyone to do this. <laughs> sure. Well, that's a key we point. We do it so others don't have to. Sure. Because you're going to lose at least 50% of your yield. Toastman's are going to give it a if, crack. If you're putting also, four, the fire hazard is very high. Very, very high. If you're putting four right, onion rings in, you're only getting two back. Here. Yeah. I'm just so, going to bring these out. That's about five, six minutes the onion rings have had in the toaster. How yeah. are they looking? Uh, no. They're looking actually <laughs> delicious. Is that beep good? Hang on. Let me have a look. Yeah. Zach is hovering over the toaster now. Good. Let's have a look. Ooh. Have a look at that, Dom. Tell it me does what look you see. golden. That looks golden crunchy. And crispy. Okay. It's a little bit, little bit charred on one side, but I suppose you would get that in the oven too. Now you're a big fan of onion rings. Love aren't an onion you? ring. Ah, oh, but you're celiac. Yeah. Can't have gluten. No. These have gluten. Yeah. You're mocking me. No, I'm not mocking you. I'm asking. Yeah. Because I don't like onion rings that oh, much. I hate you so much. But I will enjoy this. You okay. want the crunch? Watch. If if an onion ring doesn't crunch, it's not a good onion ring. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Has Toastman Zach been able to cook onion rings in a toaster without setting the building on fire? The two criteria he goes for. Oh. Oh. <laughs> good. It's hot, isn't it? It's hot? Yeah. It's crispy? Yeah. Is that burning your mouth? You look at a lot of oh, pain. It's delicious. Yeah. And no fires. <laughs> it ticks all the boxes. Zach the Toaster. Can he toast it? Zach the Toaster. Yes, he can. Yes, Queen. <laughs> can you cook onion rings in a toaster? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can. Toastman Zach does it again. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach. There's been a bit of a theme on the show lately of people suggesting that I strike a resemblance to Scottish singer-songwriter Lewis Capaldi. I need somebody to hear, this is obviously his big hit. Somebody to know, oh. somebody to I've got his face apparently, but not that voice is the, the word. Now, you you should go check Collecting Down's Facebook page. You will see a video where Zach tried to convince people on the street that I was Lewis Capaldi to get a photo um, with well, him. We got a lot of photos, so a lot of people thought that you did look like him. <laughs> you have an error on your computer. Computer. Yeah, just erroring it <laughs> just a little bit. Leave that there. Um, yeah, look, uh, honestly, I thought that that was going to be the end of it after that video that we put up today. Yeah. But this afternoon, I was at a shopping centre, just walking down near Big W, and I hear someone is walking past me. And I went, oh my gosh, Lewis, as they looked at me. Now, they walked past, I walked past. Mm. They seemed a bit, like, jaw dropped. My question to you, is that someone who knows of this radio show, one mm. of the very few, and is in on the joke? And was just having a bit of fun. Or 
has this resemblance gotten so severe now that someone genuinely thought they saw Lewis Capaldi at the shopping centre today? Well, statistically, yes. it would be unlikely that they knew about the radio show. <laughs> We've seen the numbers. We We've seen the data. They're not good. And so that makes me think that this person legitimately thought you were Lewis Capaldi. Yeah. Just going to Big W to get some new Bonds underwear. So I don't we, know what you're getting. With no leading of the witness, mm. with no, hey, Dom looks a bit like Lewis Capaldi, with none of that. Mm. Just in the wild, randomly someone thought this face was Lewis Capaldi. That's what I'm hearing. Well, in that case, I think I need to take this to the next level and start becoming a professional impersonator. I think so. I think that might, there's money to be made here. I think here. there's more potential for you to earn a living there <laughs> than what we're currently doing. <laughs> That's all the time we have tonight. If you missed anything from this show, just search for Collective Noun on iTunes and grab the podcast there. We'll be back Monday from 11. Tom and Ollie are up next here. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.